Yo, what up? It's Brendan. I'm Brandon. And this is the the, the Bruise and Bros Podcast. All right, for real this time, there it is. All right, being about the Travis Scott thing. So imagine that, like you're working at McDonald's and that ends up being your bonus. They're like, hey, here's a T-shirt with Travis Scott's name on it. And you're like, what am I going to do with this? Oh, I can flip it for 450 Or you're taking the Travis Scott limited signs inside the store and you're reselling those. <laughs> That's what they're doing. And it's like outrageous. Because not only is his stuff, it's not too expensive, but yeah. it's more than I pay for a T-shirt typically. It's like concert prices, so it's like here's oh, a McDonald's the markup, shirt. The markup is like the markup's really bad. Yeah, it's like here's a McDonald's shirt thing um, that on his website, Travis Scott sells. They're different than the employee ones. It's like his own merch line, so of course a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But it's like sixty eight dollars for a T shirt that says McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> you got me twisted, but that's, I love you. That's but. like the American way of life, where it's like they found a way to just like, per- like make people buy bottled water. Bro, and it's like you can just, just, just go into the bathroom and just fill your water bottle up. That's Not all you even. have to do. Well, because you haven't seen any of the clothes, have you? No, bro. One of them. It's kind of like a. You remember what Jinkos were? Vaguely, yeah. So like those jeans that are kind of big at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're not necessarily Jinkos, but they kind of it has like a Jinko vibe to it. Mm-hmm. But the butt pocket has a big McDonald's Golden Arches M on it. With, like, a red square. Golly. <laughs> and so I'm like, I like Travis Scott. I like McDonald's. But, but I, don't, I don't I don't like either of them enough I'm not gonna, to buy a McDonald's-themed Jinko jeans. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to buy something that says, hey, I ate at McDonald's. <laughs> that That's the most American thing I could do. I, I, happy 9-11. I bought a <laughs> McDonald's shirt. I bought a, a McDonald's shirt on 9-11. If, if you don't support... McDonald's on 9-11 you're a terrorist <laughs> but what gets me is so there's another thing that I saw on the ad and that's what got me so when Travis Scott released Rodeo mm-hmm. he had this little action figure that he used to promote it yeah. that's on the album cover so that action figure made like a guest appearance I would say like for the ad campaign like a stop animation and everything mm-hmm. and it showed him in the thing in the merch and I got excited because I was like I will buy the Travis Scott action figure Yeah. so I go and I find it it's a life-size cardboard cutout of the action You And you can buy a chicken nugget throw pillow. Ew, dude. <laughs> Ew, bro, that's greasy. Like, that's greasy. Like, I'm not saying, like, that's greasy that's, like, bad. Like, that's, like, it's it comes covered in grease, bro. That's McDonald's grease for you. Oh, <laughs> but, but, that's, but that's what gets me is I was like, bro, I would buy the action figure because that'd be really cool to have. Yeah. Because... I, I love Travis Scott. You know, I have one of his vinyls, but I actually bought the Reese's Puff box that I haven't opened yet mm-hmm. with him on it. So I thought, oh, this will be the same thing. Not at all, dude. Not even close. Not even <laughs> so, close. You're oh, just getting a greasy pillow. A little disappointing. And if I can, throughout this, I'll find the stuff. I'll let you peruse <laughs> the Travis Scott shop. Oh, man. And just kind of be like, 
$68 to say I eat McDonald's? Wow. <laughs> I can spend $68 at McDonald's to say I eat McDonald's. Well, but you'd be getting nervous because you order in the food there. And you say, I want the Travis Scott meal. So they have to ring it up individually and separately because they're different things, yeah. right? <laughs> and so when they're ringing it up, you're looking at it, you're like, 15 bucks. And then they go, boop, and it goes down to six. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Okay. That's 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 more manageable. Quite an opener, but I just I felt the need to rant on something that I'm passionate about and why I'm let down. With that being said, welcome back to the Bruising Bros podcast. I'm uh, I'm Brand I'm Brandon this week. I've never confused my name no. so much in my life. No, dude. And I know that you're you, and I know that I'm me. But every once in a while, dude. I look at you and I say, I'm not, you're that's, no, that's me. Yeah, no, that's Brandon. Especially dude. with how we're sat up now, I'm like, this is me. <laughs> That's me over there. I is wearing Metallica shirt, but you is wearing Prince shirt. Interesting. Oh. There's our differences. Parallel universes. <laughs> Will we get copyrighted for making a bad version of the X Files theme? Probably. Well. Well, I think because I mean that you have to think about it. it. Happens all the time. Where like there will be like a portion of a song that was sampled. Right. But you can't quite tell that it's that. But there's some guy out there, and that's his job. That's his whole fucking job. Is to just listen to dumb fucking music on YouTube videos and be like, got him, boss, right here. That's our song. You think you made this in GarageBand? That's actually my track? Yeah. I, Death Grips, I, get him. And I wonder how many times that honestly happens where it's like somebody like makes like royalty-free music, and they don't think about it, and they just make a beat. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, how am I getting a copyright strike on a royalty-free beat if this dude literally made it? He can show you the fucking track. Well, and sometimes I think it's really weird because, like, you've seen that video where, like, those guys are playing, like, the same four chords or whatever. Yeah. And they're just going through all, like, these hit songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all just the same four chords. And so I've had that, like, thing in my head where I'm like, what if you're sitting in your room? And, and like you're, you're doing music and you're writing something mm-hmm. you're like this is a masterpiece right but you end up playing it and it ends up being something somebody else had made and you don't know that and you're getting sued because you're thinking I made a masterpiece Yeah. because the human mind works so much like s- similar to where you can think I made something and someone else is like no I made it I think eventually <laughs> I think honest to god I think there's going to be like th- we're just going to run out of music there's only so many words that and can I be think, used. And I think that's typically why, like, hip-hop especially samples so much music because there's only so, like, there's probably an infinite amount of beats out there, for sure. But without getting copyright striked, you're probably going to have to do something a little outside of the box to not get copyright striked. <clears throat> or I think that you're allowed, like, a little bit of something, maybe, mm-hmm. to use, because, like, there has to be some kind of abortion where you have to get the rights or whatever, because <clears throat> sometimes people just don't care, right? Yeah, Vanilla Ice is a prime <laughs> example of that. He said, no, 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 that's not Under Pressure, because after the beat ends, that's clearly the baseline from Under Pressure, we add a little at the end, so it's not the same. It's not the same. It's like, dude, it is the same. Come on. It's the exact same thing, but even I get I get these two songs confused. Santeria and Under the Bridge 
by uh, yeah, Red Hot I, Chili yeah, Peppers. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Both it's that great intro. Songs. Both great songs. That intro will start, and I'll go, Hi, practice. Oh, wait, wrong one. Uh. Said, oh, shit. <laughs> that's not the right song. <laughs> yeah, no, and, I, and, I, and that's what I'm saying, though. Like, there's plenty of songs out there. I mean, because the same thing happens to me, where, for sure, I'm like, hell yeah, dude. This is one song, and then it's it ends up being this other song completely, and I'm like... I kind of get disappointed a little bit because I'm expecting the one song and I'm like, hell yeah, I haven't heard this song in a long time. And then it ends up being, you know, some other completely different song. And I'm like, man. And I skip it every fucking time. I'm like, dude, fuck you. I'm not doing that shit. I'm a man. Or sometimes, like, uh, I'll, uh, I'll get into like the hip hop I'm listening to, and I'll feel the beat, and I'll just rap over whatever that guy's doing, thinking, "Oh, I'm cool. I know what I'm saying," and I'll start coming up with some stuff like that's heat. But then in the back of my mind, I'm like, "Did I write that, or did I maybe hear that in a rap song from someone not as well known?" And I try to get famous, and then they're gonna come at me and be like, "Hey, bud." <laughs> so funny enough, <clears throat> back in the day, like maybe I don't know. Like six, seven years ago, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's my, back in the day. <laughs> my goal in life was to become a. Uh, I wanted to be a stand-up comedian. I still kind of. do. I still kind of do. Don't get me wrong, but after like, l- like watching so many podcasts from stand-up comedians and and just hearing them talk about how they're like, yeah, man, I did this for ten years right. before I ever even got any kind of recognition. And, you know, and I feel like it's kind of like trying to be like an artist where it's like you might hit it big. There's a there's potential for sure. Of course. But you might just fucking starve to death because no one wants to buy something that just has paint splattered on it. You know what I mean? But yeah, you got to build that name for yourself. Yeah, exactly. And you have to like, you know, have like, you know, the know how and like you got to like know certain people and that sort of thing. Or get lucky and have one or thing get that just takes super off. lucky, super lucky. Because <laughs> that brings me to my next idea. I, I want you on board with this, all right? Because I think we can market this and it could take off. Oh no! <laughs> I want to do a series about me, right? Uh-huh. And I want to take a dump in every state in the United States. <laughs> so, I like that idea, but I feel like it's been done before. You but, know what I mean? Yeah, but I want to improve on it. I want to make it better to the point where this is where it's going to get crazy. They, they see the dump. <laughs> yeah, they can smell it. Scratch and sniff on your computer. But no, I want to take it to the point where it, it goes to the extreme. Like, you know, we did so well. We covered 50 states in however many days. Every and then, country. That's exactly it. Every country. How many countries are there in Africa? Oh, uh, this many. Wait, isn't Africa a country? No, idiot. It's a continent. Fool. Now listen. That means, Brendan, you are the first American to have stepped in North Korea and take a dump? Yes. You, you said, so, why'd you come to North Korea? Yo, I had to shit. I came to poop. <laughs> Just be like, yo, I don't know if you've ever had airplane nuts, but yo, not only do I got the IBS... But them shits run right through you, no pun intended. Well, because I think about it, you know, I I do dump more frequently than most. The real, the real, the real conquest would be when I say I'm taking the continent and I get to Antarctica and I lay one there, just on the ice. Yeah, why not, bro? Just to do it, leave my mark. Yo, yo, okay, okay, you're right, you're right. Hopefully by the time that the local, 
let's say that this takes off, right? Right. Let's say that our dreams come true and we get to fly to every country just so we can talk about you taking a shit. Just film it, bro. The whole just, thing. Just, you know, you're living your best life. Of course. So, on Antarctica, the one thing stopping your dump from being on Antarctica permanently is wind. Because an animal's not going to eat that. They might sniff it, and they'd be like, mm-mm, nope, and they're just going to leave. It would dry. Leave the teepee with it, too. Dude, and so, there's a potential that there would just be a frozen dookie on Antarctica somewhere. You know where else things freeze? The moon. <laughs> Go to the moon. Leave Let's the recruit Elon Musk and be like, hey, bro, we got this great idea. We know, we know you love memes, Mr. Musk. We know it. How about, how about we make a meme about the moon? And he's like, what do you mean? I'd be like, you see my buddy over there? Uh, yeah. He's got to take a shit. But he shit everywhere on Earth. Literally. All seven oceans, every country, every continent. There's only one place left to dump, and he just, mind-blowing, he says, the moon. And then we'd fly in our little Falcon 9 up to the moon just to film you take a shit. Then we come back, and then we're hailed as heroes. Or they're going to be like, fake landing. (laughs) You didn't really poop on the moon. Or, no, 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 even worse, even worse. It won't be a fake landing. It'll be a fake shit. They'll be like, yeah, you went to the moon, but you didn't shit. You took dr- dried crap with you to the moon. Yeah, I bet. I bet that's just chocolate a- uh, astronaut ice cream. You know what? I could. They could say all they want, but I can be the first ever man in human history to lay a stinker on the moon. <laughs> even better, take take one extra and, and send just, a shit to Mars. Just not even to Mars. Just oh, just launch it. Throw it in the space. Just go. Oh, dude. Oh, my man, dookie, put a little satellite on there, dude. My dookie would survive, like... Literally forever, unless it hit something, or something hit it, it would literally just... You would have a shit drip through space for literal eternity. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> Until the end of time? Just a mason like, jar? Like a little string on it that has a little, like, Christmas gift, uh, like a little Christmas tag on there that says, To Space from Brendan. With a picture of me on the side <laughs> with a thumb up. <laughs> and it's when aliens find it. <laughs> That'll be what sends them to Earth. That's why the aliens from Independence showed up. It was because Neil Armstrong was like, yo, guys. I don't mean to be that guy, but before we leave, like, yo, I gotta make a pit stop real quick. Just shits. And he's like, yo. Just tosses it out to space. And then, you know, all of a sudden the aliens show up, destroy everything. And they're like, dude, there's a couple of survivors or whatever. And there's and you're sitting there and they're like, but but the aliens, aliens, why 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 you do this to us? Like we're 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 peaceful people. Why you do that? And they just and they just hold up the jar and they said you shit in our territory, so we shit on your planet. But I could just imagine like the aliens are like those those old people in the neighborhood, and they come up to you. They call the police. Not even they come up to you with it and you're like hello and like and they pull out a plastic bag. And they wrap you just, it up. You just, you just deny it. You're just like, no, 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 that's not mine. And they wrap it up and go, <laughs> and put it in the trash and say, <laughs> uh-uh. no, 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 that's the guy down the street. Hey, you better take that out of my trash can, alien. <laughs> Yo, so, speaking of which. <laughs> yeah. I'm at work the other day. Yeah, aliens? For, 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 no, 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 no aliens. For those of you who obviously listen, 
um, or know me personally, obviously you guys know that I work at a gym. Wow. No big deal. So, at the facility that I work at, there's, like, huge windows right by the front desk. So, you can see, like, out into the parking lot and stuff. So, I see this couple. Oh, no. One of whom is a member. <clears throat> Don't think anything of it. But they got a dog with them. Yeah. Well, I see her with a bag full of dog shit. And I said, you know, I really hope that she does not bring this in here. Because then the whole gym's going to smell like shit. So, she put, she did. She walked right in. Oh, no. She said, hey, can you check me in? I said, yeah, sure. And I see her beeline it right for the fucking trash can, bro. And just bloop. And I said... You know what? <clears throat> At this point, is not the worst thing that's ever happened to me here. The customer far. is always right. No, they're not. Now they are. No. I'm telling your boss, I'm like, listen. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. I think that boomers are by far the most entitled people on the planet. Because I think of the way that they're, like, they were raised where it's like, you know, the customer's always right, like, um, you know, if I complain enough, I'll get my way, um, if, uh, I don't like complaining to you, I'll just talk to somebody above you. All the time. All the time. Whereas, like, I think people our age, I won't, I straight up, I... I will not complain at a restaurant unless it's fucked up. Like, oh, yeah. super fucked up. It has to be the worst for me it to be like, It literally has hey. to be the worst thing that's ever happened in my life. I have to get a literal moon shit on my plate. <clears throat> because if I don't have, like, good service at a restaurant, right, I, I usually just say, you know what? Waitress probably has enough on her plate. Is what it is. $5 tip. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. There you go. Have a good day. I'm out of here. Yep. I'm not coming back for at least two weeks. <laughs> at least two. <laughs> no, I feel that. And so... They're the only people I've ever had a problem with at work. Is like people above the age of 35. Hands down. Anybody under the age of 35, every once in a while, you'll kind of get like a look. But I'll take a look over someone being like, well, you know, there's people in here who are running on the treadmill and and they don't got a mask on. So, uh, you're a fucking terrorist. And I don't feel very comfortable here. It's like, then why are you here? Uh, sorry. I'm not sorry. In fact, I hope that person on the cardio machine coughs right in your fucking eye. Like a four-year-old. Coughs right in your fucking eyeball. And your shit gets fucking swollen and you fucking die of the black fucking plague. Pink eye. Pink, pink eye. eye. Like, And pink you might eye. be wondering, how do you get pink eye from a cough? That person was just eating ass right before they came here. <laughs> But anyway, to get back to the original point about being a stand-up comedian, about how you could, you know, make your masterpiece as as a musician just hanging out in your room or whatever. Yeah. My one fear as like trying to become a stand-up comedian was that as I was I was gonna tell a joke. Okay. Or have something that I would talk about that had already been talked about before. But you didn't know that. Oh so like all the time. Fast forward down the road, you know, you're sitting there and you're like, well, you know, that was kind of funny. That was really good. That's actually what propelled me into fame. And then Joe Rogan come on the stage and says, Hey, motherfucker, why are you stealing my jokes? And now you're the new Carlos Mencia. Uh, you, sorry? You, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, dude, look. Yes, 
we have the internet and yeah, you know, I'm not gonna, no one has the time to scour the internet for every conceivable joke on the planet. Well, that'd be the worst because that's when it gets terrible because like, let's say that there was some like lowbrow comedian, not lowbrow, but like not known. Mm Mm-hmm. And then someone steals a joke from them and they're famous, then that little guy's like, hey, that's my joke. And then all of a sudden, you got a fucking legal battle on your hands. And you might win because you're the bigger guy. Well, because just... isn't that what happens to uh, to Lizzo? She had like, quote unquote, like she had like she had like allegedly stolen some like lyrics or some beat from like some super underground <laughs> person and they just happens to recognize it. And they fucking started blasting her on Twitter, and no one took that bitch seriously. Everyone's like, "Why are you being like this?" Like, yeah, sure, if it's yours, maybe you should get credit. But like, where's the proof? Because I guess this girl wasn't proving it. She's famous. You're not. Now you're just mad. I do. I, I swear to God. I think <laughs> that's how I, people I get. I straight up think that it, that's the only reason people hate like Jeff Bezos. You're not mad at his service because you use it all the time. You, you technically have no right to be mad at the guy. Why? Because you use his service. Yeah. You use it all the time. People hate the rich people until it's like... Until you're rich. Yeah. It's kind of like Rage Against the Machine. Hey, guys. Let's talk shit about capitalism and let's try to end racism and blah, blah, blah. We oh, need hey, $2,000 for hey, the, by the way, cheap did you, seats. Did you know our pit tickets are $2,500 a piece? They're how much for you, Rage? <laughs> It's like, well, okay, so that's another beef that I got. So, obviously, I know that you're probably not the world's largest My Chemical Romance fan. That's an absolute yes. Which I, which I, makes I, sense. No big deal. It's nothing against them. I just don't listen to the music. Yeah, to each their own. I only found out about them two years ago. To so, <laughs> so <laughs> they decided that they were going to have a reunion tour. Don't they sing, like, Umbrella Academy or something like that? I don't know, man. Okay. Fair enough. They sing a parade or something. So, like um, they decided that, okay, yeah, we're going to have a reunion tour. Everything's going to be great. Yeah. Well, our tickets are like $300 well, for like really good seats. And I saw this girl on Instagram complaining about it. And I was like, you know, so I'm reading the post and I, it, in like a generalized statement, like this wasn't like a, like a word for word, but it was more along the lines of like, how is it that the people that who are your fans are the poorest people in the country, aka millennials, and you're gonna charge three hundred dollars a ticket just for me to go see you? And so I read that and I was like, well, okay, didn't think anything of it. Then twenty minutes later, it pops back up in my head. I said, how the fuck you gonna get mad? <laughs> they need money. That's why they're doing this. Well, and not just that, but. What I've come to think of about it is you got to think who all is involved because they're not the only ones making money. The road crew has to make money. The people setting up everything has to make money. Road the crew, venue, the roadies, the venue. Everybody has to make money. And of course, the musicians have to make their money too. But $300 for like good seats for a band not that terrible. big? Not terrible. No, not at all. So Corn was 800 for good seats. Yeah, like when, I, when me, our buddy Bryce, and our buddy Zach went and saw Metallica, um, our tickets were 200 something dollars a pop and you we were, were on the other side of the field we were on the other side of the stadium they weren't the best seats in the world by any stretch of the imagination but they were great seats i had a great time yeah you it, it, concerts like that 
you need to get what you pay for. And with a band like Metallica, their fan base being as strong as it is, yeah, like they, they probably could get away with higher pricing because it's like, hey, this is the quality we've produced since, what, the 80s? Mm-hmm. And so they've been consistent with it and going on tour, so they're able to say, hey, we can raise our prices up a little bit. Yeah, and so, like, I had, and I had no price or, or no problem. I was like, I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, take the 250 fucking dollars. I don't give a shit. And, well, we, we paid 250 um, because we bought, like, VIP parking so we could park right outside of the stadium. How well did that do for you when it came to leaving? Great, actually. We were out of the parking lot in, like, 20 minutes. Oh, not bad. Because we kind of knew that the concert was ending, and so we're like, yo, we got to get the fuck out of here, like, right now. I'm glad I'm the only person. I'm like, I don't need to stay for the full show. No. Like, I, mean, I saw well, what I needed to It was kind of like when you and I went to see Logic. <clears throat> the show was obviously ending. So we started making our way. Obviously, there were other people who were also making their way downtown. But by the time we got there, that drunk girl, <laughs> yo, she was fucking funny, Watch dude. Churches, <laughs> just biff, dude. Is she okay? I don't know. Not my I problem. Don't know. I don't give a shit, bro. I gotta go home. Let's go get some IHOP. This is exactly what happened. You said, "Is she okay?" I went, "I don't know." Listen to this Travis Scott song, though. By the way, hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. That's how you do it. And we was listening to Travis we was, Scott. We was, we was just hanging out. Yeah, after Logic, everyone's like, I'm listening to Logic. We were like, bro, check out the new Travis Scott joint. Do you like, bro, do you like Travis Scott? Yeah, he's all right. Yo, you, I know you fucks with Kid Cudi, though. Uh-huh. Yo, bro, check out this song. <laughs> I like about, He talks about DMT. I like how we came back to, to Travis Scott. <laughs> he's always in our minds. To hashtag, show that. Hashtag never forget. To show that I do love Travis Scott. I'm just not too pleased with the McDonald's. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I would say that you're pleased with the McDonald's meal. Fairly cheap, pretty good meal. It's the merchandise. Because <laughs> you just, can make that in your house. I just don't want to buy a McDonald's shirt. But what do I know? He makes money off of it. People love it. That's, that's fine. That's fine. Ba, 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 ba. I'm loving it. That but. will get us fucking sued for sure. That will get us fucking sued for sure. Not if we get a sponsorship first with McDonald's. Yo, if we got sponsored by McDonald's, I'd honestly spend all that sponsorship money on Burger King. <laughs> This is the Bruising Bros podcast brought to you from Burger King, paid for by McDonald's. <laughs> Today we're gonna be <laughs> we're trying out the Cardi B Whopper. Oh uh, no! Oh no! I'll tell little, you about. Uh, I got a meme to tell you about. It's a little wetter than I'm used to, but uh, <laughs> I'll tell you about. I'll tell you about a meme after this. Certified charbroiled seven days a week. Yeah, but they got got no cheese. Oh, you know what they did. They swapped out the beef with a tuna patty. <laughs> Bro, no! Oh. Whopper. Golly. Well, I think now it's time to move on. Meme time. What were you going to tell me? What was the meme? I have, to, I have to find it again so I can show it to you. Well, then if that's the case, I want to move on to combat sports. I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> I because think, I think that's the same. This, I think we're on the same page there. So because ever since I was a kid, I've liked bo- boxing, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've always had like a, a respect for people who can box. Because me, I, I don't know if I have a high pay to- pain tolerance or not. Because I avoid getting punched in the face yeah. all day, let alone doing it for a living. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> now again, these guys make a lot of money to do it, though, right? Yeah, but to be fair, to make a lot of money in something like combat sports. You have to be fucking good. You have you have to be real, like, not like really fucking good, but like you have to be good enough to be recognized by somebody who's like, okay, 
you're definitely bottom of the barrel, we'll let you fucking fight like the number 240th ranked boxer in the world. Well, yeah, you have to you have to obviously make your ways up. There, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But somebody once said that like boxing isn't a sport for everybody. Boxing should be reserved sport for the people who have nothing else to like lose. Yeah, kind of like <laughs> kind of like Tyson Fury. Exactly, Tyson Fury came was... from like he, he. I was listening to his podcast. Uh, 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 he was on uh, Mike Tyson's podcast, and he was talking about how he's like, yeah, man, I was uh, I was living in a in a gypsy community and. He's like, that's just what you do. Is he's like, you, you just be a gypsy and you fucking fight people. Well, even Mike Tyson, because like I said, mm-hmm. I learned that he never had like a, a real job. He went from juvie to like watching Muhammad Ali fights to being like, I want to fight, to getting a trainer who was one of the best trainers in the business, who put him to the Olympics, and Mike Tyson won the championship at the Olympics three times, like in a row, I guess, knocking people. Out. That's how I am when I get drunk. He was knocking fools out. <clears throat> but that's the thing. So, oh, and by the way, side note, Mike Tyson has, like, the utmost respect for Tyson Fury. And not just because he was named after him. Oh, no, dude. I, I, <laughs> so. He was talking about, he said. Oh, I don't know. I don't know shit hot. about boxing because I don't watch it all the time. Yeah, that's crazy. But, I would never, like, I would rather. Okay. Maybe I wouldn't, now that I kind of think about it. I would not want to fuck with either Tyson Fury or Deontay Wilder at no. all. No, no, no. I I'm think I would there. rather try to fight Mike Tyson right now <clears throat> well, at and 53 than try to fight either of them right now. Even still, Mike's got muscle memory. It's crazy to watch him move. That's what I'm saying. Cause That's like, what I'm saying. He, I, I would rather watch. try to fight him because he's old. But I was watching. Then fight him. those fucking two guys because they're still kind of in their prime. I was watching him show someone like some boxing moves, and I was like, "Oh, Tyson's about to hit this guy," and he stopped himself every time right before he hit them. And I was like, "How is he that quick and knows like where to stop at all times?" Yeah, he was going, and he goes right there, and he like has his fist by the guy's peck. And he's like, and then that's when you go and hit them, <laughs> you know. But yeah. I was I was thinking just about. All that stuff. And again, Mike Tyson, very humble guy now, very different than how he used to be. Yeah. Because this one guy, uh, the same thing we were talking about, Tyson Fury, they were talking, he was like, Deontay Wilder said that, you know, he could actually beat you in, in your prime, you know, because they're trying to get a reaction out of him, obviously. Like, mm-hmm. how does that make you feel? And Mike Tyson went, that's what I'd say too. I mean, he's supposed to feel like that. He's a champion. He has to be the ch- like. That's how he has to think. That's just how it is. Yeah. You know, and then he worked hard to be a champion, and that's a champion mindset. Yeah. And then they said, "Well, Tyson Fury and, and Deontay Wilder, how do they hold up to like people like you and and, and Evander Holyfield and, and and Holmes?" And then he goes, "It doesn't matter. He's like they, they're champions, and they must be treated with the respect of a champion. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if we're in the same boat, yes or no. They're they're the world champions." They have the belt. <laughs> That's what he says. He's like, they are the champions. <clears throat> but that brings up to the whole reason why I wanted to talk about it. Because I was watching this fight, just kind of, you know, learning old stuff that from before I was born boxing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> A.K.A. the crazy box. That's what I call it. Because these people, they didn't care. They were it's just It's like the swinging. attitude era of boxing. <clears throat> yeah. Like, obviously, they... Okay. They did care. You know, you don't want to get hit. You don't want to get knocked out. They're dodging. Mm-hmm. But... They're not in it for the points. They're in it to kill the other guy. Yeah. And they're like, I'm going to win this fight. Yeah. Now these people are more like, okay, I can win if I can knock you out, but 
points are probably going to be. But I'll probably point. submit you or whatever. <laughs> yeah, point, point, point. Um, but so I'm watching this dude. And he's all cocky, and he's just having a good time being mediocre of a boxer, <laughs> right? Like I said, thirteen and six. I think his record's like wow, great, whatever. Makes more money than me probably still. But as he's boxing. He's, like, getting a little winded, you can see, right? Mm-hmm. And he just gets clocked right in the face. He goes down. The ref stops the whole fight says, this, that's it. Yep. Over. And then homie ends up coming, too, and he gets up. And you just see this look in his face. And you don't know if, A, he's crying because he just got hit in the face that hard. Mm-hmm. Or, B, he's crying because he's like, bro, I just got whooped in front of all these people. <laughs> and that's why I was like, I can't do it. I can't get into combat sports. I mean, like, I can watch them, obviously, but I don't think I could be good in the in the sport because, bro, my pride, the moment I get knocked out in front of, like, some reporters and they're filming <laughs> I'm going down in slow motion making eye contact with the camera, just, just, hitting, the, hitting the canvas, <laughs> flipping them off. <laughs> so, my thing is, is, like, sometimes, sometimes in my life, I've right. gotten... A little, a little intoxicated as an adult. Really? To try to and like, I want like watch a movie. Of course. And sometimes those are like fighting movies. So I think the last one I watched was was a was a Warrior with Joel Edgerton and Tom Hardy, where it's like the UFC thing. Yeah. And I'm hammered, bro. I was probably like, I probably had like six or seven beers. I'm watching this movie. And I'm like maybe, maybe halfway through it, and I'm fucking, dude. I was drunk. You wanted to be a fighter, <laughs> dude. I text Rubio, I text Rubio, and I was like, bro, we should become fighters. And he goes, why the fuck would we do that? <laughs> I said, bro, okay, not gonna lie to you, I've had a couple of drinks, but I'm just thinking about it. I was like, bro, we could do it. It's good training. I was like, dude, it, it, I was like, it'd be, I was like, I almost think it'd kind of be fun, but then I sober up the next day, and I'm like, nah, I don't know about that, because, like, I stubbed my toe, and I'm like, yo, that stings. Let me watch people get their feet stomped on in UFC fights going, yeah! <laughs> I stubbed like, my toe. I, like, dude, I barely hit myself in the door, I'm like, what's up, motherfucker? I bonk my head on something and go, ah, I see some guy take a kick to the head and get up. I'm like, what? Well, in the wise words of Mitch Hedberg, if you get kicked in the face, you deserved it because you watched a foot come to your face. That's right. Hey, you're stealing jokes already. <laughs> you're already I'm not set stealing, for comedian. I'm referencing it. It's a difference. Sampling. Yeah. <laughs> Just... <laughs> I'm going to sample other comedians' jokes real quick. But no, but bro. No, I'm, I'm, no, I'm in the same boat, dude. All that, because like, even think about it like this. All right, we'll use high school as an example, because mm-hmm. high schools where everything really hits the fan, right? <laughs> yeah. You're watching a fight in high school, right? You're all fucking pumped up. You're like, let's fucking go, dude. Even you know who was getting beat up, right? Uh huh. Both fights, there's always one person who's obviously getting more so beat up than the other. Yeah. Do you think fondly of them now? No, you remember no, them not at all. getting stomped not, well, okay. out in high school. Okay, to be fair, to be fair, I witnessed a fight in my English class between two dudes. I remember who both of them are, obviously, but there was something. I Don't get me wrong. I hate this guy right. with a passion, mm-hmm. but the guy who was fucking pounding that kid's face, dude, that shit was badass. 
I said, let's fucking go, dude. But you still remember that he won and the other dude lost. Well, I remember he gave up like a bitch, though. The teacher straight up put his ass in a headlock, and he was like, I'm done, dude. I'm done. I said... Hold up. Don't don't answer anything else on this. I just want to know this part. And you, you, you did you... Who was the teacher? I wonder who was putting kids in headlocks. It was Mr. Edmund. The, he was like the new English teacher our junior year of high school. <coughs> Steph's old... Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he just went... Yeah! Yo, as soon as he found out, bro... Pushed desks out of the way and everything and whap right into a headlock. And I said, fuck, yeah. I, I was kind of butthurt that it was over. What if Don't get me wrong. Into like a Kimura. Yo, or that'd, be even fucking, that'd be even fucking cooler. Just fucking snaps this kid's arm. Armbar. Like, What's up, pussy? Armbar. <laughs> Kimbo slice. <laughs> Kimbo two slice. Wow. But yeah, but yeah I, don't, I don't think that... Like, in all actuality, I don't think that I could, like, I would want to do a combat sport purely based on the fact that it's kind of like a weird thing where it's like you're going somewhere to, like, intentionally get hurt. Like, you have to, like, be comfortable with the fact that you're going to get punched in the fucking face. I'd only do it if I knew that I could win one punch at a time. Like, just go, I would. I think I would only ever do it if I was that desperate. Kind exactly. of like, kind of like how some of those guys get into it, was where it's like I've got nothing else. That's what. That's what. Uh, but Tyson, with that's what that said. being said, I don't think I grew up with enough streets in my blood to get to that point where I'm so desperate. Where like, because like, I feel like a lot of those guys like they like kind of like grew up being around like a lot of people who fight. Like the or, Diaz brothers, they was yeah, just where they're just fucking you know you know stuff like that. Where it's like they're obviously. Or, or like uh, Chuck Liddell, people just love to fight. Yeah. Kind of like in Dragon Ball Z, the Saiyan race, yeah. all they live for is just fighting? Yeah. Vikings? Yeah. And it's just, it's... Norse people? And it's just, it's kind of strange that like, I mean, which is funny because obviously I joined the military with the intention of like being in a war. But your intention, as you think about it, is... I'm not going to get hit in the face. I'm not trying to get punched. My intention was, I think at the time, probably not to join because I wanted to go to war. Right. But as time had gone on, I said, fuck yeah. I was like, dude, let's go. And it's kind of a weird thing, but like, there's days where I straight up like feel kind of shitty about myself because I didn't. I was, And that's why I, like, I feel weird when people are like, oh yeah, you know, thank you for your service. And it's like, well, I didn't fucking do anything. I fucking swept a motor pool. Hey, you hurt your back on an airplane. Oh, that's... No, not on an airplane. No, that was my finger, bro. That was my finger. Oh, well, thank you for your service. You hurt your finger. I love you, B. You my guy. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> but, um... I always think about that stuff. Like, just just pain in general. Because, like, I'll watch an action movie, right? <clears throat> you I watch like, it. Those dudes are pussies. Well, you'll watch somebody get tore up, right? Yeah. And they keep fighting. And I'm sitting there, and I think about this. I'll watch this crazy action scene, and I'll watch Oh Boy get, like, punch in the face like super hard his teeth are falling out he gets back up he goes what he keeps fighting and I'm sitting there thinking bro if you punch me in the face that hard I'm gonna stay down yo so I'm not doing anything I'm just gonna pretend to just I'm just gonna lay there <laughs> I'm gonna so take I, it. I, I don't know if you've ever watched Pineapple Express That's yeah it. so I was just I watched that the other day so you remember the scene where Seth Rogen and James Franco go to Red's house yeah and they start that fucking little fight yeah and Red 
tosses that fucking ashtray at his head. Yep, I'd be... I'd say and no. then, you know, fast forward a little bit, and they fucking crash into the bathroom, and fucking Red dunks his fucking dome piece on the, on the, on the, on the sink. Yep. And they're all like, fuck, fuck, man. So, I remember way back in the day, I'm watching the movie, and my dad says, you know, for as crude as these movies are... That's probably the most realistic thing on the face of the planet. And I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, if you've ever been in a fight, you don't just, like, keep going. You get fucking hit or you fall on a fucking sink or you get domed with a fucking glass bottle. You're not going to get back up. And you're going to be like, oh, motherfucker, that hurt. <laughs> like, ah, <laughs> take your time out. Ah. And, you know, it's one of those things where, like, even if, like, you were, like, you know like play fighting with like a sibling or a cousin or whatever and you What's accidentally get fucking you? smacked and you're like ah son of a bitch don't tell mom yeah, yeah I'm not gonna tell mom I'm gonna kill you yeah and you just get fucking mad I wonder if that's maybe what they like think about is like oh man this motherfucker's about to go tell my mom I'm whooping his ass and his mom's like in the stands though that's what Cain and Abel did and that's why he had to finish the job <laughs> I'm gonna tell God on you oh not yeah dink <laughs> Cain, where's Abel? You asking the wrong guy. Uh, well, I don't know. He said something about going into town. Am I my brother's keeper? Cain, no. But it'd be nice if you just looked out for your brother once. Hey, what's that weird rock pile? <laughs> hey, is that is that blood? No, 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 no. I have some. I have some strawberry cheesecake. I sacrificed a lamb to God. <laughs> and they're like, we don't do that. That. What religion is that? Run. <laughs> I gotta go to Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> you wouldn't know why it's called Sodom? <laughs> you don't wanna know. Mother, I bet you would do. Father, I hate you. I hate you the most. It should have been you. Wrong kid, Dad. <laughs> Damn it, Eve. We should have trained Abel better. <laughs> you know, I think about that sometimes. Abel wasn't too where it's able-bodied. Like, where it's like, you know, you know, Eve's Eve's off doing her thing by the forbidden tree and the forbidden fruit. But Adam is, like, trying to, like, set up success, right? He's trying to, like, build, like, a business venture with the animals. All right, so you guys he said, are the right, carnivores. So you guys... Eat those guys, but check this out. Check it out. He's like, he's like, I know, I know, it's a little bit controversial. Is that you guys eat plants, but you sustain all of this, right? That's what you get in return. Is that when you die, you'll be reborn as yourself, and you, it's like a circle of life. Like you get to just, you know, you get to like you get you, you're the guys who help everybody, right? Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Now. You guys eat these guys, but in moderation, because we need these guys. Because in, it, it's like, see, it's, if you guys start over hunting, we're going to have an issue. But don't worry, I don't think you guys are going to do that, because not going to lie. I call my issue 12-gauge. You, you say, you know, guys, you, you seem like kind of kind of nice, you seem kind of like sweet people. So don't worry. I think we all got in ourselves an agreement here. And then, bam, all of a sudden, Adam hears it. The crunch. <laughs> He says, "Spider uh, Sense he, goes." Ding! He said, "Hold on, the speed is adjourned. I'll, I'll be right back." <laughs> and he just starts fucking running, buck naked. <laughs> he said, "Hey, what are you doing? I'm eating this apple." <laughs> and 
he just stops, falls to his knees, and he says, You bitch. That was the one thing, the one thing Father told us not to do. And she gives Why'd it to him? Why'd you do that? Well, there was a snake in the tree, and he seemed like a nice guy. And he said that the fruit tastes really good because he eat it all the time. So he said, if I eat it, I will enjoy myself because it tastes good. And you know what that done? I am enjoying myself. And then, bam. <laughs> Periods. Pregnancies. Human race. Hitler. <laughs> all because some lady was hungry for her apple. <coughs> And what you've done is you actually brought me to something that I came up with this morning. Oh, no. I call it the B&B Stop Initiative. <clears throat> what it is, and if you want to support B&B, you have to be mindful and on the ground for this as well. The Stop Initiative is when you see someone doing something on the, on the internet that they think is a good job or that they think that they're on to something, you have to be the one to say, Stop. <laughs> this, no, this stop. Like, is, this, is this the D.A.R.E. program of podcasts? Yeah, it's the <laughs> stop. And here's what I mean. T-shirt idea coming soon. And here's what I mean. Say someone has an idea. Like, hey, what if you combine these characters? Cool. They draw it, they put it on the internet, and it doesn't look good. Oh, no. You I, need oh, to tell no. them, stop. We never told them stop. Stop what you're doing. Stop this right now before they embarrass themselves because we're good people. They may think that you're an a-hole in the beginning, but guess what? You're doing them a service because I'd rather them hear it from us than have the internet crucify them. That's very true. Another one I saw. This, this one is going to be Don't more dance direct. at your job. <laughs> Don't do that. Oh, stop. Dan well, okay. Half stop. A, I'll go half and half. I'll play devil's advocate. Dance at your job, but do not Film it. They said the same thing in the Marine Corps. They said, "Hey, we know you guys like a like a little party. We know that you guys like to do a little little stuff, a uh, little 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 fun and games out there in the barracks." But I swear to God, if that shit's on Facebook, we're coming hard. <laughs> but no, and they would. And here's the thing: if you're gonna dance on camera, that's fine. But have it go through some kind of a process before you just upload it and just do it. Especially like, if you're not drunk. I know you might be having a good time with your life, but... Yeah, that's fine. But then don't complain when the world when doesn't agree. When people fucking roast you. Like, that... Because you know what you're getting yourself into. And here, I, I'm all about, you know, don't be roasting people for no reason. But at the same time... Like, if you're asking for it, it's not like rape. This isn't like, hey, oh, she wore no. something. I'm pulling the B&B &B stop initiative. <laughs> no, listen. Stop. This is the point, though. Stop. It's nothing like that to where it's like, oh, you shouldn't have worn that. That's very different than, hey, man, you uploaded this video like maybe you on the internet. Like, maybe you should, like, kind of think about what you post. <laughs> exactly. Compared to... <laughs> You know exactly, and that's what I mean when I say it's not like when I say you know what you're doing. With, like when people say that about rape, like what you're wearing, that's yeah. very different. Men shouldn't do that. Women, you shouldn't do that. You know, don't be touching people. But for sure, if you're uploading something on the internet, that's different. That's fair game. You know what you're getting yourself into. Don't complain that people are roasting you. Now I know certain instances of bullying. Great, that's what we're trying to stop. We're trying to stop the bullying by being the ones to just be the the a holes up front and say oh. stop. I get it. It's kind of like that saying, you got to fight fire with fire. 
So we gotta be the bullies to stop the bullies. Yeah, because by the time that they stop, we'll have saved them. Or if they block us and they, you know, they deal with it. Another well, one I saw. Just continue getting bullied, but another one I saw. Them. This whole dude was comparing Vegeta's redemption arc to Adolf Hitler. And oh I said, yeah, yeah. And I said, how? One's a cartoon and one's a real person. Vegeta destroyed a whole planet of people. Hitler really killed people, but Vegeta—it's a cartoon. It's a redemption arc. You're supposed to be, like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> I'm not. I don't think Hitler in the real world would come and say, I wish to fight for the Allied forces. Okay. I'll, I'll kind of run off of that for a little bit. So, obviously Vegeta killed a whole planet of people. Hitler really killed people. Right. Number one, that's a cartoon like you said. Of course. And number two, no one in the beginning was rooting for Vegeta. Nobody. In fact, nobody wanted Raditz to win. Nobody wanted fucking, uh, what's his face? In fact, we'll even go back a little bit. Nobody wanted Piccolo to win. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody wanted Everybody the Red Ribbon Army to win. always wanted Goku to win. Always. Yeah. But, Piccolo has a little bit of a change of heart. He says, okay, maybe these people aren't so bad. Redemption arc, bam, accepted. Nobody has an issue with Piccolo. <laughs> Piccolo's redemption arc is so weird because he wanted to square up with Goku, but he was mad that a sand showed up. And when the sand, when, when he died because of the sand, because of what Piccolo did, he said, I'm going to train your son because Goku, when you get back here, we're going to square up. It's on site, bro. <laughs> but it never happened because he ended up, like, bonding because, with Gohan. <laughs> yeah. And so, Vegeta shows up. Same thing. He said, hey, bitch, it's on site. And Goku said. He said, you said, see that guy up there? He said, you remember, you remember Raditz? You say, you remember what you did to him? It's a shame. But guess what? Me and Mr. Clean here, we finna run shot. He said, oh, you you beat Raditz? And Goku said, yeah, I did. And he said, it, it's a shame that you thought... You was winning. That I was him. <laughs> I'm different. And so nobody, nobody in the beginning wanted Vegeta to ever, like, succeed. To the no. point where they even had like kind of like shown that maybe Vegeta was going to kind of be on Earth. And everyone hated him. There wasn't a character in the fucking show that was like, oh yeah, Vegeta, you're a great guy. You said sorry. All right, let's move on. He had to earn people's trust. He was about to get stabbed by Krillin. And he was still an asshole the whole time. The whole fucking time. On Planet Namek. He, on Planet like, Namek. He said... Hey, Frieza, use a bitch. He got got, but don't worry. And then he came back to Earth, and everyone's like, Hey, motherfucker, you killed Goku. We don't like you. Go away. He told him, he said, Blast me until I'm almost dead, and then put me in the machine so my body can be stronger. And they were like, What? They said, Ah, oh, leave our planet, dude. <laughs> Hitler had zero redemption arc. Yeah, Hitler had no personality. I mean, he had personality, but uh, like personality of an asshole. He did. He had <laughs> enough personality to like bait and switch a whole country of people, multiple countries. He said, "Oh, it's okay. I I'd be good leader. Okay, we'll we'll elect he you." He was on like, that. "Hey, check this out. Have you guys ever heard of a Volkswagen? <laughs> I call it the People's Car. The automobile. What it does? What it does here? Yes." You travel from place to place. Is he French? Perhaps. 
You don't know. <laughs> I was born in Austria. But check this out. But <laughs> but check this out. Perfect race, blonde hair, blue eyes. Not me. <coughs> but I'm leader, democratically elected. <laughs> so you got no choice, huh? He said. He did the ultimate bamboozle. <laughs> he said, anyway, he said, Poland. Poland. Said Poland. Come Poland. on. Chill. Listen. Look, Look I like see, the snow. See, you like the snow. Check this out, Poland. See this line? I make line, and not cross line. Okay, Poland. But what if I take line? <laughs> Put it a little further. Put maybe it, on the other side of Poland. <laughs> Put it on the other side I'll of never Poland. cross that line. I promise. <laughs> Poland said, but we don't want you to... No, 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 no. Check it out. Please. Please. I beg you. Just hear me out. Nine, 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 Poland. <laughs> Poland. Poland, listen. Since you are making this difficult, I just do it myself. I just... I Look... I'm a nice guy, but I feel like you take advantage of me. <laughs> We're gonna come over anyway. I share my you know, schnitzel, okay. but you not share your you, Polish hot dog. You know who Hitler was? Ooh. He was that annoying best friend who just shows up randomly. You kind of like him, but you kind of don't like him. The neighbor? Yeah. The neighbor kid? Who always just had like the new game, and he'd always just come by, and you'd be like, what's up? And he kind of rubbed certain things in your face. Like Stefan Urkel just barged in your door. Yeah, he'd be like, hey guys, what's up? <laughs> it's me, Adolf. And Poland, and all the other countries are like, ah, it's Adolf. And everyone turns around and they're like, ah, fuck man, not this guy. Or it's like the guy who gets invited to a party who you don't really want to see, but ends up always showing up anyway. And you're like, bye, I don't want to deal with that today. And they're all talking to each other. And France is like, oh, God damn it. Hope it doesn't come this way. I heard what he did to Poland's house. You'd be like, yeah, dude, he really fucked that shit up. He came in there and oh, he said, fuck, he's coming bye. over. He's coming over here. Hey, Hitler. Hey, hey France. <laughs> That's a nice tower. Mind if I take a selfie? <laughs> um, I'd prefer if you did nonsense. Ah, come on, it's free. Is party? <laughs> Don't you wish your funeral was hot like mine? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's making like cringy jokes, and nobody likes him. And then all of a sudden, some d bags from across the pond come by and say, "We're sick of you, and we're sick of Japan." <laughs> Look, leave. There's two fucking alone. people. <laughs> America shows up, and it's like a frat, bro. Hey, hey, bro. I uh, just want to let you know, uh, there's uh, two fucking things wrong with this party. Number one, no pussy. Number two, you. Hey, bro. <laughs> and they're hazing him like, hey, this guy's only got one ball. Hey, hey, check it out. Look at this guy. Look at his fucking puny mustache, bro. And the headmaster, Winston Churchill, comes in. He's like, well. Hey, how about you shut the fuck up? You called us. <laughs> hey, I don't want to fucking hear it. Get your old ass out of here before we fucking haze you too. He uses the bathroom. Hey, Ooh. get the fuck out of the bathroom. That's for coke and fucking pussy, bro. It's and guess what? You ain't got neither. It's a D-Day in there. Aww. <laughs> All right, dude. All I'm saying is if I fucking see another fucking German come in this motherfucker, we're going to have an issue, bro. That's all I'm saying. He's like PC principal, but not PC. Adolf, I'm going to give you two options. One, get out of my fucking face, dude. Or, or two... two Get to Argentina. Get to fucking pussy, bro. There's fucking three things in this world that I love. Light beer, pussy, and myself. I fucking hate you, dude. Anyone who's not me, 
Wait, hold on. Time out. There's four things I love. The four things the bros. They always got my fucking back. Nah, you motherfucker. Hey, got- Hitler. You remember that time we sent our fucking best boy over for the Olympics and you fucking walked out? What the fuck, dude? You, you've been, you been over here giving my dude France a hard time. Brute. <laughs> Dan, France done sent me a whole, like, lady, bro. Showing her leg and everything. Holding her hands up so I get a good shot at her, bro. Well, what did I'm you so... give us? You That's gave right. us a whole... A, a, this is the second conflict in this fucking house. Well, guess what you gave us? Albert fucking Einstein, bro. <laughs> Fuck that nerd. We had to kidnap him. But, bro, like, <laughs> first... You and your little frat house over here beat up Ferdinand in his house. And now, you're trying to take over Israeli house. Uh, dude, I can't, I can't let that shit slide, bro. I'm sorry. I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm kind of split on how I feel about Israeli house, but... Wham! <laughs> just fucking knocks Hitler out. And everyone's going... And Italy was in the corner like, Okay. Okay, maybe, I guess I guess you want to do something. Maybe maybe we made maybe we make wrong friend. Perhaps? <laughs> and then hey, and then America hey, 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 give America Mario. <laughs> and then America's like, now, we'll be right back. But Japan house been super disrespectful. We got TP on deck. We're gonna teach him some respect. You know, they TP'd our house. No big deal. Kinda shitty, but alright. It's pretty bad. They got them motherfuckers threw Molotov cocktails at all of our cars. Destroyed the whole fleet. Like this ain't this this ain't a prank no more, bro. Like this it's it gone too far. So guess what we're gonna do? We're gonna blow their fucking house up, bro. I set it up with TNT. <laughs> with that being said, I think it might be time to segue into more of my roommate stories. Oh yeah, tell me about them D-bags and the roommates. So, I only had one D-bag roommate. Okay, well the first one, you said he was always gone. You were like, that's a whole No, 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 story. no. I'm talking about in general. Okay. So I've had four roommates uh-huh. in my entire Marine Corps career. <laughs> one of them was Or wait, Rubio. no, 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 no. I, fuck it. I, dude, I forgot about this motherfucker. Okay. He must be bad because you called him an MF. So... <laughs> Remember earlier when I was telling you, I was like, well, I don't know if I have any more roommate stories, but I do got some deployment stories. Right. So, it's a little bit of both. It's a mixture. A mix. A mix. A hot mix. On my very first deployment, I was there for maybe... Maybe a month at this point. Okay. We hadn't been over there very long. Well, I got pulled from what I was doing, and I was sent back to, like... Like, I was still, like, in my same unit, obviously, but I was right. doing something different. I have a question about that, though. Do you get days off over there, or is it like you're working the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> I got one day off my whole first deployment. Awesome. I was just curious. I didn't know if you had, like, and days off at all. No, no, no. So, it's typically, for us, it was, I think both of them were six-month deployments. Uh-huh. I got one day off out of both of them. Nice. Um, and that one day off, I got hell for. We got a lot of shit for that. But that's a different story for a different time. Fair enough. So, we're over doing our thing. Uh-huh. I get pulled, so I got a different schedule than all of the people who were in my room. Okay. So, they would be going to work when I would come back. No big deal. Well, I had a laptop at the time. Uh-huh. And on that laptop, I would, like, watch movies... 
um, porn, uh, the, yeah, you know, it. all of it. I knew where you were going. And, <laughs> you know, I, and like, that was like my relaxation time. So I'd watch or like, I, what I, what I would do is I would get off uh-huh. work, hang out for a little bit. I would, er, I'm trying to think if we would eat before. Anyway, so what I would do is I would get back to my room, um, hang out for a little bit, go work out, and then I'd come back. But by the time I had come back from the gym, all my roommates were gone. They're already at work. Mind you, this is like 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. No big deal. It's great. And so I have my laptop, but I got the fuck. I got the top bunk. Okay. I got the top bunk. So my laptop at the time, a little shitty, a little kind of old. Right. So the battery for it to be charged all the time. I just have to leave it plugged in all the time. Where's this one kid in my room? His name was Phillips. And he was like some fucking grunt boot that, like, I guess had a bunch of issues and he'd got sent to our company. No big deal. So he asked me, he's like, hey man, I got a hard drive, but I got no laptop. Is it cool if I use yours? I said, well, on two conditions. Number one, you don't fuck my shit up. And number two, you don't fuck my shit up. So I come home from work. Oh, no. So it's kind of a long day. I'm kind of not in a great mood. You ready to watch some Watchmen? I'm, I'm ready to watch whatever movie I was going to watch that night. Or whatever show I was trying to catch up on or whatever. You had internet out there or was it just stuff you downloaded? So, um, I think at the time, I had no internet. Okay. Um, I would, like, bum off of dudes in the room. Which wasn't, like, a huge deal. Right. Because everyone's like, well, fuck, man. Like, just, like, throw me, like, ten bucks. Of course. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, I get off. My roommates at the time are still in my room. But Phillips is just hanging behind. And he goes, hey, man, I, uh, I fucked up. I said, what do you mean? And he goes... I think I broke your laptop. I said, what the fuck do you mean? So check this out. So this asshole, apparently he's not feeling very well. Got a little upset tummy. So mind you, my laptop is on my bed. Top bunk. But it's plugged into the wall. Oh no. I guess he went to go, from what he told me, he went to go throw up somehow, somehow got caught up in the fucking cord Mm -hmm. of my laptop. And laptop. Bam. Right on the fucking floor. And to add insult to injury, he throws up on it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's he awful. throws up on my fucking laptop, dude. <laughs> so I said, you did fucking what? And he's like, whoa, dude, I'm really fucking sorry and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, dude. Like, this is like, no. Like, he's like, I swear to God. I'll fucking pay you back and blah, blah, blah. So, not very short after that, I went to uh, Chirac. Right. So, I don't see the kid for the Uh, longest time. And he, like, disappears. I have no idea where he goes. I I didn't see him for, like, years. Didn't see him. And then one day he pops back up. I said, hey, man, what the fuck is up? 
Oh, I'm just your A duty. Oh, I'm just your A duty. And I said, "Where the fuck's my laptop, bitch?" <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. That motherfucker to this day never paid me back. Well, you got a pretty good laptop now. But I got—I I would say I have a pretty good laptop now. So at least it's it all right. It's worked for us as it has. Yeah, for sure. Let's go find Phillips. And and here's what we'll do. Uh, I'm gonna fucking destroy him. No, 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 no. Here's what we're gonna do. <coughs> we're gonna, you know, just kind of talk to him. Just be like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Blah blah blah. Oh, you still doing? Blah. Oh, that's awesome. And I'll be like, well. I'm trying to like kind of figure out new new cologne scents and whatnot, see what's good for men. Can I get your opinion on one? Uh-huh. When he says yes, I'll hold one up. He'll sniff it. It's chloroform. We <laughs> <laughs> rob his ass. So, not even. We'll throw him in the trunk, and we'll keep him in there in Death Valley. And when he wakes up, we'll ask him. Well, he won't wake up. Where's the money? He'd be so fucking confused. <laughs> yeah, but we'll, like, we'll keep him in the trunk in Death Valley until he tells us where it's at. And then, but if he doesn't tell us, well, bro. But yeah, man, and so... I'm um, just kidding, FBI. We're not doing that. We're, we're just not talking. doing that. I'm not, um... We're not murderers. I don't have time to go find some guy named Phillips. There's too many Phillipses in the world. Straight up. And I... Straight up. I have no idea where he's at, so... It's, it's, it's nothing anyways. But, uh... You know, and it's... It's it's one of those things... Uh-huh. That, like, being in the military... Right. You kind of sort of get comfortable with a lot of things, and... A lot of people, and, like, you meet different people, obviously... Comfortable disrespecting fools. Yes and no. Like, there's, like, straight-up disrespecting somebody. Like, you know, talking about their mom or their girlfriend or their wife. And then just, like, trying to talk shit. You know, be course. like, ha, 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 you got a small dick. Hey, know your audience. That's all I've ever mm-hmm. been able to say is just know who you're talking to. Because some people respond differently to the same thing. And so, um... But, uh, I guess to technically kind of get back to the original point. So, I've only really technically had four roommates my entire the entire time that I was in 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 the military. Right. So the very first roommate I ever had. Okay. He was a pretty decent guy. Uh still one of my best friends. But just like anybody knows with that with living with anybody, sometimes you get on each other's nerves. Sometimes you need that space. And I think it'd be different if you had rooms in the barracks, but you And just it, but it's different have a room. It was just because we would get pissed off at each other at work and then we'd come back to our room. And guess who's sleeping in a fucking bed right next to you? That same fucking asshole. That's someone that you have to love too because you're like, you're my well, and, brother. And, yeah, and that's a weird thing. It's like, you, I, I swear to fucking God, I want to fucking shoot you. I want to fucking end your life, bro. But at the same time, if you fucking died... I'd kill myself because there ain't nobody like you on this world. How petty were the arguments that we got so mad? Was it like just petty stuff? Because <laughs> it doesn't seem like it'd ever be anything too big, you know? So, okay, so I'll use Rubio as an example. I love Rubio, you, I love you. I you're, love him you're, too. Like, he's uh, straight up, like, he's my best friend he's from, a good from the person. Ring Corps. Um, I would come home from work. Or we'd, we'd come home from work. Right. And I would watch... Dashy XP. Oh no. You don't like Dashy? No, it's not that he don't like Dashy. But I'm fucking deaf, bro. So I'd have the TV turn up a little bit. And so obviously Dashy he yell, he, he he yells a lot. And so one time we just we had like a really shitty fucking day at work. Uh-huh. So we're both already kinda like pissed off. <laughs> 
I already know this is going to go. <laughs> Again, Rubio, I love you, but Jesus Christ. We're sitting there. Have, I'm, I'm watching TV, having a grand old time. Mind right. my business. Rubio's playing whatever game it was that he was playing at the time. Shout out to Vetterview. And he goes, hey, man, can you turn your TV down? That's all he asked me. He said, hey, man, can you turn that down a little bit? It's a little loud. Got, I bet you got so Dude, bent. I got fucking mad, bro. I said, shut the fuck up, dude. I said, why are you? I was like, dude, it's not even that loud. And he goes, yeah, it is. I can fucking hear it through my headphones. I said, then fucking turn your headphones up. I don't give a fuck, dude. Fuck you. I'm watching TV. Eat a fucking dick, bro. And we start going kind of at it. <laughs> and so he goes, what the fuck are you going to do about it, bitch? I said, bro, I'm going to fucking punch you right in the fucking face. And he goes, I bet you fucking won't, pussy. And dude, I was fucking livid, bro. I was fucking mad. I bet you were even more mad because he was like, do it. And you're like, I. But I fucking couldn't punch that motherfucker in the face. I wanted to fucking fight him so bad. But then part of me was like, yo, I don't want to get punched in the face. That shit'll hurt. Back to the combat. <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm not trying to fight. And I have this weird thing about my glasses because I'm like, yo, I'm not trying to get my glasses broke either because I got one pair. They're expensive. <laughs> you think a part of him was like, please don't punch me. In the yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. He's like, I have to stand my ground. He's but, like, I got to stand my ground. I can't look like no bitch. But God, please. He's just, like, he's don't, like, don't fuck. fucking punch me, Parody, because I, I, he's like, you're my brother, but I'll beat the shit out of you. If you punch me, I have to go punch you back. Mm-hmm. But I had the same problem with my first roommate. Really? Yeah. So him and I, so we went to the schoolhouse together. So him and I were in the same schoolhouse class. And, you know, I was, for me, it was, I was more excited to be, like, with somebody that I knew. Because, like, I did not, like, the entire time that I was in the military, I didn't want to go somewhere where I didn't know somebody. Right. Um, just because it, ma- it makes it a little bit easier to just kind of, like, make friends as you go. And, like, be like, oh, okay, hey, man, we're, like, we're going to the same place and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And so it's not going to be as awkward or as weird right. of, of, an ex- of, of, a, of an experience. And so so I had come from the schoolhouse with this okay. kid. And, like I said, to this day, he's one of my best friends. I love this I love this kid to death. Right. And, uh, but there'd be times, same thing. <clears throat> We would fucking scream at each other, and we would just fuck. We get into arguments over, and it's like it's, it's and that's what's funny, is it's the dumbest things that you get into arguments with your roommates about, you know, TV volume, fucking, um, when him and I were in uh, Iraq together, uh-huh. it would be the dumbest fucking thing. It would be like, yo, you got the beef taco MRE? Yeah. Give me that shit, motherfucker. No, fuck you, bitch. I scoured for hours to find this fucking thing. <laughs> and, like... We're gonna have to fight for it, then. Yeah, and it's, like, straight up, like, we'd fucking... Like, it sounds kind of fucked up, because it is. But Fighting like, over an MRE. <laughs> so, obviously, in Iraq, you know, we have a full combat load, so it's, you know, flat Kevlar. But we have six magazines, seven if you're fucking smart, full... With 28 rounds. So you have fucking, like, live ammo. And we would fucking... <laughs> like I said, it's fucked up. 
but we would fucking rack one into the chamber and we'd be like, fucking shoot me, bitch! Do it then! You fucking hate me so bad? Kill me! It's like, like the Joker. Hit me! Yeah, and, it, like, me. and, and you know, you're just sitting there and you're like, I'm gonna fucking kill my best friend right now. And then doesn't happen. Did anybody ever actually put the gun up? Like, yeah! Yeah, dude, we would fucking, want? we'd put it like right up to our fucking head. We'd be like, fucking shoot me then, bitch! So. Y'all be getting so bad over the over nothing. You want to know how bad over nothing it is? Over an Uno game, dog. Really? Uno, the card game. Because, you know, out at, at the time, there was no internet out there. Monopoly, I understand, but Uno? Dude, we would be screaming at each other over Uno. Screaming. I'm not fucking playing anymore, bro. I fucking, to this day, hate Uno because of that. Really? I re- hate playing Uno. <laughs> hate it. <laughs> Because it's like, it's like, in the military, it's one thing. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you can, like, scream at your best friend. Of course. And be like, hey, motherfucker, what are you doing? I thought we were fucking friends. Any other job, they're like, what? But any other place, it's kind of weird. And do you think it's just because it's one of those things where, like, you're just stuck in such a small proximity? Oh, for sure. 100%. Because when we live together... We never argued at all. Oh, and but that's the thing though, because we had our own space. Well, it was like we also had like we're able to do our own life, even though we worked together. When like we'd come here, we'd hang out and stuff, but never was to the point where it's like I'm upset with you, ever. If you got upset with me, this will be the first. Tell me, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think in the military, it's just because everybody's so high strung all the time. There's you're already the, stressed. You're getting yelled at by some yeah, dude. Yeah, you're getting you're getting yelled at or. There's 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 a plethora of things. That straw that breaks your camel. You get back to your room and then all of a sudden, like, all of a sudden it's like, hey, turn your volume down. <laughs> Who are you? Be like, shut the fuck up, dude. Imagine I you, don't give a fuck. Imagine if you outranked him and you said, how about you? Oh, that shit does not fly, dude. <laughs> that shit does not fly. You wanna how I know that? You wanna how I know that? How? So I picked up Corporal before uh, Rubio did. Oh, and we were and, and we were roommates. I never tried it with Rubio. <laughs> I would sometimes kind of poke fun and be like, hey, bitch, I'm a corporal. And he'd be like, yo, suck a fucking dick, dude. He would... None of us played that shit because it's... It's it's weird. Like, they try to make that in the military for sure. It's one of those things where it's like you grow up with a group of people. Right. And, like, you've, like, deployed together or whatever. And, like, you're, like, friends with these people. And then, like, you get, like, promoted. And they're always trying to tell you, well, hey... You guys can't hang out with them no more. It's like, uh, fuck you. Like, I'm gonna fucking hang out with my friends. Especially because all of us were such, like, a, we were all, like, so close. Uh-huh. We're like, dude, fuck that. Anytime anybody would try that shit and be like, hey, bitch, I'm a fucking corporal. He'd be like, well, you can take your fucking E4 chevrons and shove them up your fucking ass. Because I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want. All this got me thinking now is, I wanna... Oh, would I see a bunch of soldiers in Iraq playing D&D? Yo! <laughs> what do you mean? That would be wild, because, like, dudes would play, like, magic and stuff over there. No big deal. Right. But there was just something about Uno specifically. Do you think it was Uno or it was the group of people that were playing? Both. <laughs> Both. Honest, honest to God, because I've heard nothing but bad stories about the game of Uno. 
Hey, that's not the rule of Uno. You know what? I don't know where you and your tit sucking mother yeah, play. Yeah, and that and that's the thing is like people would be like, well, well, like I don't play Uno like that, and it's like, well, you're gonna play Uno like that, otherwise you'll never fucking play Uno with us again. It's all that testosterone. Like, what are you gonna and, do and, about and it think, if I, I don't? Think, <laughs> and I think that's like the huge thing about it is because the military is, you know, a majority of of males that. In that setting, it's just everyone's fucking stressed out, everyone's pissed off, and, like, that's how you get stressed off, especially if you're not out there fucking killing dudes. Right. Like, that's how you fucking get stressed out, is, like, you know, but... Combat's bored. <laughs> you know, God forbid you beat the shit out of your buddy. I'm sure you'd still be friends in the end, but, at, you know, it's... it's at what cost? Imagine being that guy, though, like, you're on deployment, and it's like, you, like, could you bring like, entertainment items at all? I brought my laptop. Well, imagine being that guy, and you just, you bring two sets of boxing gloves, and you and your boy get into it, and you go, and you toss them the gloves, and you put yours on, and you be like, I'm not dealing with this right now. <laughs> That's kind of a fine line, like, if you were able to keep your fight club secret... I'm sure it happened. So you couldn't just duke it out and they, they won't be like, no. they're men, fuck let them no. fight. They would freak out. They would freak the fuck out. They're like, let them point the guns to their heads, but as long that as... That is different on any level. <laughs> any level. They're like, what the fuck do you mean, bro? <laughs> well, he's got a gun to his head, yeah. Yeah, they'll be all right. Mm-hmm. This guy's boxing. What do you mean he's boxing? Hey, come here. Uh, there's, there's a lot of weird things about the military that, like don't make a whole lot of sense like in real life I'm just thinking about like but there could things. be a whole podcast about the things that don't make sense in the military that don't translate into real life but I'm just thinking about like just dumb situations and people just scrapping like some guy spits another guy spits farther and the first guy just grabs him by the neck and just start honest to God it's probably happened like straight up like there's been times where it's like like especially if you've been drinking Fuck man, anything turns into a competition. Or somebody's been in the stall too long, so like they're kicking the 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 porta potty. Yo, that that means business, cause everybody's like, hey bitch, like if you can fucking skate, why can't I? Like get the fuck out of the fucking bathroom, bitch. I'm taking a crap. That they'd be like, no, you're not taking a fucking dump, bro. I'm taking a fucking dump. Get your stupid ass off. Or go in there and just piss in the little and be like, yo, I hope you move, cause I'm. Yeah, man, and it's, and so... What would you do if someone opened it and starts pissing on you? Yo, honest to God, not even wiping, bro. On fucking sight. I'd beat the shit out. Because it's like... Like, in the military, you would think that you have no privacy. Right. But once you get to, like... Like, once you get past boot camp, you're kind of allotted, like, a certain amount of privacy. And so nobody really tries to fuck with you. So like they're like, here's the bare minimum space to not yeah, go crazy. Yeah, ex- ex- exactly. It's like, oh, you gotta go take a shit, or you're gonna go fucking beat off in the bathroom, whatever. We'll leave you alone. We might come in there and fuck with you. We might. Most. What'd you eat? Yeah, exactly. And so it wasn't anything like super crazy. Right. But you know. Like you said, the bare minimum of did privacy. You, did you use three sheets of toilet paper instead of two? Yeah, what's it to you? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, dudes would get, like, I, like, we would get into arguments over the dumbest shit. How was your day, Parody? It was okay. Why you always gotta talk like that? What's your dude, attitude uh-huh. for, bro? It's like, bro, why are you always sad? 
I'm not sad. I said it was okay. Now you're getting attitude. You're getting lippy. You'd be like, bro, I didn't have a fucking day. So you better quit that shit right fucking. You know what I mean? I'm going to punch you in the lip. Then you get lippy with me. But Let's go. The, but those are the best dudes I've ever met in my life. Like, those hands people. down. I love those. All of those dudes to death. Those people were always ready to just fight you. Like, okay, then. Do every, I swear to God, everybody was always on site, dude. It was always like, hey, man, if I fucking see you outside of this fucking room, I'll stab your ass. The next day. And then you're sitting in formation and you're like, hey, man, I still fucking hate you. But at the same time, like, do you want to go get chow together? Like, you want to go eat? You want to go chow? No. That's why I should have fucking stabbed That's your ass. That's why I should have fucking stabbed you, motherfucker. You know, it was like, like, I remember one time, like, I was, I, I was, I was, I was getting fucked with, like, really hard in the tool room. Uh-huh. And I got, dude, I was like, you know that, like, kind of anger where you, like, just, like, uncontrollable and you, like, just, like, you're fucking, like, you're ready to just beat the shit out of somebody? Like, when you start talking, it feels like your voice is cracking because you're so Yeah, mad. and you're just fucking, like, you're, like, kind of shaking. And you're like, I need to eat something. <laughs> <laughs> so I, ha- I had one of those moments. Uh-huh. A couple of my buddies. Rubio was one of them. They were just roasting you for just no Roasting me about whatever. I got so fucking mad, I took a fucking stapler. And I just started fucking pumping staples into Rubio's fucking blouse. Because it would fuck his uniform up. And I was like, fuck you, bitch. Like, get the fuck out of here. I was fucking mad, bro. See, he like, goes, what are you doing? Dude, he's like, what the fuck, bro? He's like, I gotta take all this shit out. I gotta bend each individual staple. And I was like, get the fuck out of here, dude. But, like, and that, but that's the thing. Like, I swear to God, I've never met anybody in the world that I hate more than my friends in the military. But who, at the same time, I would literally do anything for. Some of the best people in the world. I'm just like, that's so petty. He's like, I'm going to staple your uniform. Dude, and I was so fucking mad. And that's the thing. It all goes back to, I don't want to be punched in the face. That's, that's like I the don't want to be punched in the face. That's like the equivalent of a, you know what? I'm scuffing somebody. Yeah, dude. Straight up. And they're like, what are you doing? It's like, what? That's it. I'm about to throw down with you. I'm going to slit your throat when you sleep. <laughs> Good luck waking up tomorrow. You wake up tomorrow and you're like, oh, okay, and he's right there. <laughs> I want to be the last thing you saw. Scuff up my shoes, will you? Yeah, man. It, 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 it's weird. We'll, we'll have more stories for another time. This podcast is almost an hour and a half long. What, is it? Yeah. I thought it was long, but I was laughing. Too. No, yeah, we're at 120, so that's, uh, but, I, but that's the thing. I've been having fun, so that's truly what matters. Um, let me think here. Remember to square up with anybody who slightly inconveniences you. Square up with someone who doesn't turn their volume down. Somebody put their blinker on, <laughs> just Yo, and they get in front of you. That's enough. That, I don't care. We'll have to save that for next week. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about road rage next week. Because yo, I fuck, I swear to God. Anyway, before I get too mad, <laughs> I'm getting mad thinking turn, about it. Before this turns into a two-hour podcast. Construction time. <laughs> Anyway, before this gets too long, fight for your right to party and fight anybody who slightly inconveniences you. That means to make they... sure to uh, follow all the social media. Yep. Follow uh, the YouTube channel. Yep. Uh, follow Spotify. Yep. I'm trying to think what else. The friends of the podcast. Friends of the podcast. Make Instagram? sure you show them love. Instagram. That should be popping. If you guys like memes, 
I don't understand why you're not on that right now. It, Brandon himself, he runs the Instagram. That's got me dying, bro. Yo, every I'm time. I'm telling you, I I only post the dankest memes. I'd be I'd be I'll be sitting at in my job and I'll like go on break and I'll look at Instagram. I'm like, okay, what's going? God dang it, bro. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Dankest memes all time. Twitter a little slow, no big deal. I like try to post on Twitter, but it's kind of hard. Yeah, Twitter's um, just hard in general. I don't, man, we're not famous yet. We're, we're so, getting there. We're getting there. With that being said, make sure you do all that. Links will be down in the description if you're on the YouTube channel. Make sure to follow us on the YouTube channel. I'm telling you guys. Spotify too. Spotify as well. If you're in your room right now listening to this, if you've made it this far, why are you not subscribed? <coughs> if you've made it this far and you're on Spotify, why are you not following? Yeah. Yeah. All I'm saying is, is I watched a video where it said there's no shame in asking for people to do those things. So we're asking you, follow us, share us. I'm telling you, we're the best podcast on the planet. Joe Rogan ain't got nothing on this right now. That being said, <clears throat> this is a good one. I've had fun. I'm sure you've had fun. But it's time. To end this till next week, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna end it with something very powerful, powerful quote. Powerful, oh, dude, please don't. <laughs> if it's what I think it is, I broke my back. What do you mean by that? You broke my back, back is broken. What uh, a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? Spinal. 